The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The teachings of the Ascended Masters are universal and available to all. The Ascended Masters themselves are the saints and sages of East and West, and their teachings incorporate the original core beliefs of all the world's major religions. No matter which religious path you follow, you will find these teachings equally compelling. This is The Open Door. Come along with us as we explore the teachings of the Ascended Masters. Here are the hosts for The Open Door, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. Hello, everyone. Greetings and welcome to The Open Door, the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. And with us once again is our official, unofficial co-host, Sid (laughs) Bennett. Hi, Sid. Gentlemen, I I am officially present here today. (laughs) Okay. I think we... We're probably ready to make this a three-way conversation, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I think it's already, uh, it's already that. Yeah. Well, then we're agreed, uh, and you, Sid, are now officially official. Okay. Anyway, I'm belaboring this way too far beyond <laughs> where it should have been. That's okay. So, Terry, where are we going today? Well, our focus today is on <laughs> oh. the cosmic clock. Oh, good. Well, you know, we've been threatening to do a show on this subject for more than two years. About time we got around to it, I think. Well, uh, I think it's a highly appropriate lead-in because the cosmic clock really is about time. Uh-huh. You know, more precisely, Terry, the cosmic clock is a scientific means of determining what negative karma is returning you for transportation and when. Transmutation. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what an incredible advantage this really is. You think about it, to know what karma we can expect to be dealing with and when it's likely to arrive. And this is a way to essentially predict your future. Well, how many times have we spoken about the inevitability of the law of karma? You you know, a lot of people like to forget it, but the Bible reminds us in no uncertain terms that as a man soweth, so shall he reap, Mm -hmm. and that every jot and tittle of our negative karma must by law be transmuted and purified before it can be returned to God. And there's no escaping our karmic accountability either, so... So it seems that having a means available to us to predict what our returning karma will look like and when (laughs) it's going to arrive, well, that would be a mighty good uh, sort of a tool to have. Oh, and we do have it. (laughs) And you know what? It's a liberating concept. You see, karma is not punishment; it's an opportunity. You know, that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. God doesn't want us to see us fail our karmic test. He wants us to win our victory, our ascension. Mm -hmm. And He's given us the science of the Divine Mother, the cosmic clock to do just that. And, and we've spoken often on this program about the fact, not the notion, <laughs> but the fact that we are all co-creators with God. Yeah, for many, many lifetimes we have experimented in the, li- in the laboratory of life, literally creating with the power and authority of God. Our every thought, word, and deed is a creation. And karma is the fruit of our creative experiments. That's a great way to put it. 
that we each uh, that we're each alchemists in the laboratory of life, and there's no escape from the effect of our creations, <laughs> good and bad. Yeah, and of course, our good karma is our treasure laid up in heaven. Oh yeah. And our negative karma is our responsibility to balance. So the return of karma must be seen as a tremendous joy. After all, in the truth, our yoke may be heavy, but our burden is light. It's <laughs> yeah. a great way to put it. The masters tell us, I cannot leave thee. I will not leave thee. The love that God and the masters hold for us is almost unfathomable in its depth and sincerity. And Jesus himself has said, I will not leave you comfortless. And he proves this to us every day. The comforter is the Holy Spirit, and one very special and unique shape of this loving comfort is the cosmic clock. The cycles that are detailed within the cosmic clock are the cycles of love whereby we ascend. If you were to unravel the 12 segments of this extraordinary clock, they would reveal a ladder that leads directly to the heart of God. And in, and in its most common shape, like any clock, the cosmic clock defines a circle of oneness, the same essential oneness from which we have all emerged. You know, it's the circle of our I am presence, the white fiery core of our innermost being, which includes the alpha and the omega of our soul, the wholeness of God. You know, I, I can't help but marvel every time I contemplate the richness of this inner reality which we all embody. Yet it is so easy to get distracted by the daily hustle and bustle of our lives that we forget the magnificence of what we each carry within us. And the cosmic clock is a wonderful way of bringing our true reality home to us in a very specific way. Well, the cosmic clock doesn't just tell us about our returning karma. It also describes to us what God qualities we are specifically tuned to at any point in time. And it also tells us which masters we might make specific calls to during the various cycles described within the cosmic clock. It tells us what chakras we should focus on. It even gives us important details and clues about our astrology. Yeah, you know, we talk about how easy it is to forget God in the midst of daily life. Well, as the truth is, going out from God was, unfortunately, easy. Uh, Downhill, you might say. Yeah. Now, our return is an uphill climb, yeah. and the cosmic clock is an all-purpose climbing tool. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. You know, we all have strong points and weak points, and the cosmic clock allows us to see where we're strong and where we might need some work. In other words, we can use the cosmic clock as a gauge of our spiritual mastery and the charting of our daily initiations. And as we progress, we must all be tested. God must see what we are made of as we tackle our tests. If we choose to tackle our tests, that is. Despite knowing what tests and initiations we're going to face, we do have free will. We can always say no to our initiations. You know, and unfortunately, Tom, we've all done that. (laughs) You know, and this is not meant as an indictment of our failings, but a reminder of the lessons we must learn, that we must learn, are not easy lessons in the process of achieving mastery. You know, we're likely to gain, you know, a few bumps and bruises along the way. <laughs> yeah, one or two. <laughs> yeah. But as we pointed out at the outset of today's program, our karmic tests and initiations are not punishment. They are priceless opportunities to right past wrongs, pay off our debts to life, and return to the circle of oneness where our souls were originally born and to which they long to return. And we've all felt that longing, and that's why the cosmic clock is such an incredible gift and tool. There is a sure way back to the heart of God, and the cosmic clock lays it out in cycles that everyone can understand and use. And in just a few minutes, uh, we're going to hear Elizabeth Clare Prophet give a profound teaching on the cosmic clock. Well, she breaks down the cosmic clock's main quadrants and individual segments and what they all mean. 
And, and, you know, we don't want you to feel overwhelmed with the technical science of the cosmic clock, which is why we'd like to give you a couple of invaluable references you can study to gain the in-depth knowledge of how it works and how it can, you can use it in your life. Yeah, and the first is a book entitled Predict Your Future, Understand the Cycles of the Cosmic Clock by Elizabeth Clare Prophet, in which, she will, in which you will learn how to chart and apply the laws of cycles, the law of cycles in your own life. And you can find this book online at tsl.org. Just type in Cosmic Clock in the search bar. Yeah, and you'll also find it on Amazon and at Barnes & Noble. We've also got a great DVD called The Cosmic Clock, Predicting Cycles of Karma and Initiation, again by Elizabeth Clare Prophet. And don't worry, we'll mention these again before the end of today's show. You know, and I, I want to mention here, you know, we, we think we don't have time. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm so busy, I can't do that. But you know what? We I, I find time to do the things I want to do, you know. And so understanding what you want to do and taking the time and the discipline to work on your own spiritual path is absolutely key. This is a tool you can use. You can use, you can use it to the extent that it works for you. You know, in great detail or even superficially, it'll help you either way. Yeah. But to have the awareness that these tools are out there, but we have to choose to use them. Well, you're right, and I think that we know the masters want us to succeed. Jesus wants us to succeed. The angels want us to succeed, but they can't do it for us. Well, it, it goes back to free will, doesn't yep. it? Mm-hmm. You know, they are. They will give us everything we need. But we have to, you know, pick up the hammer, so to speak, or pick up the book or, or set aside the time to use the spiritual tools and techniques that are absolutely essential for our path. Friends, if we could have made it on our own, we'd have done it by now. <laughs> yeah. We all need help, and I'd be the first to admit that. <laughs> this is a tool that can be invaluable for you on your spiritual path. Well, you just made a great point, and I think it's one of those points that can slip by us so easily, and that is that we do find the time to do what we want to do. Yeah. We have to come to the place where we understand this is what we want to do. <laughs> and once we figure that out, then we'll make the effort, the daily effort. The, do the days do slip by, don't they? Oh, they slide by pretty fast yeah. these days. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, this is, again, as we said, not punishment. This is an opportunity. This returning karma is an opportunity for every aspiring soul to really accelerate, to really get on to the, the process of getting home. You know, this is what we want to do. Indeed. You know, and I think... That we don't want to end our lifetimes and say, gee, what did I do today, this lifetime? Which in, in God's <laughs> yeah. timetable is a day, I guess. You know, everything you do spiritually has value. Everything else is secondary. Well, haven't we heard mm. many times when the masters have said that when they made it to the ascended side of, of life and the, the, this continuing process of transcending the, themselves and our souls, that they realize with some regret that, oh my gosh, I had these opportunities and I didn't take advantage of them. Yeah, and this is not, you know, don't get scared that suddenly you're going to have to become a monk in a monastery or a <laughs> yeah. nun. We've been there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a balance. God wants us to have balanced lives, but he wants us to be aware that there is opportunity here. And there is time, if we choose to use it, to make the progress that will make all the difference. If you're not happy with the way your life is, Try using some of these tools and see what happens. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think make, make yourself the experiment if you have to, but say yes. Say yes and use the tool. Well, we're going to take a short break right now, um, and when we return, we'll hear part one of that lecture we referred to earlier on the Cosmic Clock by Elizabeth Claire Provitt. So please stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. 
At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for staying with us. In the following lecture excerpt, Elizabeth Clare Prophet explains the science of the cosmic clock and how you can use it to be well prepared for the return of your negative karma. As we contemplate the love of hierarchy and of the master for the chila, and we feel that love whereby the master says, I cannot leave thee, I will not leave thee. We see how that love comes forth from the Father, Mother, God. As when Jesus took his leave of his disciples, he said, I will not leave you comfortless. Behold, the Comforter will come, who will teach you all things. The Comforter, as the Holy Spirit, gives us that teaching whereby we are not left alone to drift in our own sea of impurities, our own subconscious, our own karma. We are not left alone because the teacher has left the teaching. One of the greatest examples of the love of hierarchy that I have found is the teaching on the cosmic clock. The cosmic clock is the comforter. It is that agency of the Holy Spirit that remains with us even as the masters ascend, the angels ascending and descending on the ladder of life. It gives me great pleasure then today to give you the teaching on the clock. The cycles that unfold in this clock are cycles of love, the love whereby we ascend, the love whereby the consuming fire of all who have gone before us transmutes those elements that are not desirable, that are not permissible in the hallowed circle of the Om. May I begin with a poem that has always been dear to me and I'm certain dear to you of Robert Frost, 
which conveys the cycles and the fiery core and the burden of karma that is upon us. Stopping by woods on a snowy evening, whose woods these are I think I know. His house is in the village though. He will not see me stopping here to watch his woods fill up with snow. My little horse must think it queer to stop without a farmhouse near between the woods and frozen lake the darkest evening of the year. He gives his harness bells a shake to ask if there is some mistake. The only other sounds the sweep of easy wind and downy flake. The woods are lovely, dark and deep. But I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep and miles to go before I sleep. The snowy evening represents the fiery core of the I am presence out of which the soul descends. Cycling over the cosmic clock, its cosmic destiny, And here we find ourselves at a certain point in that destiny. We stand on a point of the clock. And we cannot tarry in our cups. For we have miles to go. Promises to keep. We have cycles to turn. Commitments to meet. To lords of flame. To hierarchies. To humanity. And before we lay this mortal form to rest and shuffle off this mortal coil, we must fulfill those promises, and we have many miles to go. The first impulse of the cosmic clock, which I was given, came to me very early in this life. As a tiny child, as I lived the year, I saw myself walking on a circle and around the year I would walk day by day and I would remember dates and experiences according to where I had stood on this giant circle where my soul was walking. After I became a messenger for the Brotherhood, Mother Mary came to me and showed me this cosmic clock. It begins with a fiery core of the Om and your own twin flames. It begins with the circle, the hallowed circle of the one. Out of this hallowed circle, the ovoid of your own I am presence and the I am presence of your twin flame came forth. The fiery ovoid, the wholeness of God, produces that focal point of the twain of Alpha and Omega. Father, Mother, God, carrying the torch of life, going forth to carve a cosmic destiny. Therefore, out of the whole single circle that represents infinity, we see the haves. The two I am presence then have the polarity, the plus and minus, the electronic blueprint of life for twin flames with a cosmic destiny. Out of each of these which becomes circles, the Alpha and the Omega, there descends a soul, counterparts of the monad. The soul then descends into mater, is clothed upon with coats of skins. That is a term allegorically used in Genesis. It means the four lower bodies. Four lower bodies, frequencies to realize 
the four aspects of the circle, the four quadrants of the whole, the four lower bodies that surround the soul, enable us to experiment with the alchemy of fire, which is the white, the first quarter of the circle, of air representing the plane of the mind with the frequency of yellow, of water representing the plane of the feeling world and the pink flame, the pink frequency, and finally of earth, the physical precipitation. And so we come, trailing clouds of glory, and those who have gone before us in the early root races who descended into form did not put on the density which we now wear because their consciousness never entered into the area of relativity, of the energy veil that is called evil which is created by man, by his free will, through the misuse of the sacred fire. And so twin souls descending from the twin flames of the I Am Presence in the early root races ascended back to that fiery core without ever having created what we are going to diagram today which is known as the electronic belt. The electronic belt is a circle of energy that is below the heart that is a negative spiral of all misuses of the sacred fire that have ever gone forth from your being, consciousness, and world, from your chakras, from your four lower bodies, during your sojourn in the plane of matter. When we chart this cosmic clock of karma, as Mother Mary gave it to us, it is an opportunity to see day by day what the initiations of the sacred fire will be, how we will meet challenge, conquer, transmute the cause and core of every form that we have deposited in matter as an energy veil, as an illusion, as a chimera, is that which seems to be but is not. As long as we are going out from the center of oneness, sowing the seeds of karma, we do not have these daily confrontations of initiation. But when we determine at a particular point on the path of that sunbeam going from the central sun, that we will turn, make an about face, and go back to the fiery core of the I Am Presence. Then we find, strewn along the path that we have walked for tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of years, all of the sowings, all of the things that we have carelessly dropped, our idle words, cruelties, sins of omission and commission, thoughtlessness, strife. Not only that which we have done individually, but that which we have done collectively is part of the life wave of group souls which we have come with into incarnation. And so it is like going out from God is downhill. It's easy going out. It's easy to be careless about how we treat life. But going back, it's uphill all the way, uphill over the bumps and the boulders and the mountains of our karma. We take the mountain of karma, as the masters have told us, and by the alchemy of the cosmic clock, one by fervent application to the fires of the Holy Spirit, we create the pyramid of life, 
that great pyramid of life is the ascending spiral of our oneness. The cosmic clock is marked according to 12 cycles. You see, it has become the four, and from the whole to the half to the four to the 12 is simply a further breaking down of the individualization of the God flame. It means that frequencies are becoming articulate. They are becoming defined. And solar hierarchies are holding the pivot point for the release of that cosmic energy from the fiery core of Alpha and Omega. We see then that our cosmic clock, divided into four quadrants, becomes the twelve, and each of the four quarters becomes a threefold flame. That threefold flame is the same flame that burns within our heart. This diagram shows us that in each side of the pyramid, in each of the four lower bodies, we must balance the threefold flame. We must balance the expression of the threefold flame. The threefold flame is what it is according to our qualification. Because of the energy veil, or what we call effluvia, lodged in each of the four lower bodies, the threefold flame does not always shine with the same balance in the memory, the mind, the feelings, or the physical body. We all have our strong points. Some of us are strong mentally. Some have a very strong etheric body, a fiery body, a fiery blueprint. Others are strong in the heart and the feelings, and others have the maximum health and flow of energy in the physical form. All of the four lower bodies must be perfected as vehicles of the sacred fire of the threefold flame in the heart. The impediments which block the flow of the sacred fire in these four lower bodies also block the flow of light within the chakras. Therefore, the cosmic clock is a means of diagramming the mastery of the chakras as well as the transmutation of karma and the charting of the daily initiations. Taking these 12 points, we see that they are governed by 12 solar hierarchies. Some of you may be accustomed to making a chart for the world's astrology. You will note that the cosmic hierarchies are placed on the chart according to the clockwise direction beginning at the 12 o'clock line and beginning with the hierarchy Capricorn. That is a hierarchy, let us remember. It is a hierarchy which releases the light energies, the phohotic light of God power through the constellation the configuration of stars that we see and call Capricorn. The stars are not the hierarchy. The hierarchy simply uses these as well as many other stars to release that energy. Your causal body has a focal point for the release of energy of the hierarchy of Capricorn. And your four lower bodies are capable of releasing that flow if you can transmute all impediments to that flow. You will see then that if you would make that chart and you are welcome to draw the diagram as the lecture is being given and to keep it in your notes, drawing this diagram then you would place the hierarchy of Aquarius on the one o'clock line, the hierarchy of Pisces on the two, the hierarchy of Aries on the three, the hierarchy of Taurus on the four, the hierarchy of Gemini on the five, the hierarchy of Cancer on the six, the hierarchy of Leo on the seven, the hierarchy of Virgo on the eight, 
the hierarchy of Libra on the 9, the hierarchy of Scorpio on the 10, and the hierarchy of Sagittarius on the 11. Each of these hierarchies releases a frequency of the Godhead. We are intended to become this sundial, this cosmic clock. We are intended to create the spiral within the heart to release the spiral that forms the clock, to become that pinwheel that whirls in time and space, delivering into the planes of Mater all of these frequencies in exact measure in the cadences of the cosmic heartbeat. This is cosmic flow. It is flowing now this very moment from your causal body. Yet very meagerly are we the recipients of the flow unless we have that attunement which is called cosmic consciousness. And I think on that note, we'll take a break. Um, We'll hear more about the cosmic clock and your rendezvous with your returning karma from a lecture by Elizabeth Clare Prophet when we return. Please stay with us. Visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free. No login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. And welcome back. Um, What if there was a science that you could use to accurately predict your returning karma? Would you want to know more about that? Yeah. I suspect you might. Well, we've begun this uh, lecture from Elizabeth Clare Prophet. We'd like to continue with it now. So, uh, please sit back. Stay tuned. Here it is. Let us consider now the quadrants the four quadrants, as these become the action of Father, Mother, Son, and Holy Spirit. These four aspects show into which four categories the twelve hierarchies flow. 
The trinity of Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva, or Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, is a trinity that corresponds to many aspects of the flow of energy. Here on this chart, we show it corresponding to the four lower bodies. The mother is the key in mater and in spirit to the release of the energy of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The mother is the catalyst. She is the fiery core out of which these energies flow. Therefore, the mother has a particular relationship to Father, to Son, to Holy Spirit. And through her, the Trinity becomes the squaring of the circle in Mater. The Trinity is the spiritual threefold flame, the sacred fire aspect of the Godhead. To bring this into manifestation in the planes of matter, we must have what is known as the squaring of the circle, the crystallization of the God flame. The mother is the crystal whereby the Trinity becomes physical, tangible, workable in the four lower bodies and in the chakras. Saint Germain in his studies of alchemy has noted the aspects, the four aspects of the circle of life and he has given the father the name of the impersonal impersonality. This will give you an idea of the concept of what the first quadrant is and what the three hierarchies who govern that quadrant consist of. The hierarchies of Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces fall in the first quadrant, the fire body. The impersonal impersonality is pure fiery energy without individuality, without personality. It is the fire of the law. It is the phohotic energy that flows. We all think of father as being a little less personal than mother. We think of the father aspect of God as remote, even though he is not remote. This remoteness is not a far-offness, but it is an impersonal quality which is contained in the lawgiver and in the absolute perfection of the I Am Presence. We move one turn, one 90-degree angle of our 360-degree circle, and we come to the place where the impersonal impersonality as flow becomes the impersonal personality, the Christed One, the Word incarnate. This is on the Aries line of the clock. And under this frequency of the mind of God that has become the mind of Christ is the mastery of the hierarchies of Aries, Taurus, and Gemini. We see in the figure of Jesus the Christ an impersonal personality. He is a personality and yet he is impersonal. It is that midpoint between father and mother, the place where Alpha and Omega meet to give birth to the divine man-child. The Christ personified in Jesus with the warmth and the love and yet a certain distance, a certain quality of sternness, this moving between the father and the mother which we find so satisfying in the man Jesus. This also defines the individual Christ self. That is the three o'clock line. Coming to the six o'clock line which marks the third quadrant, the emotional body, the feeling world, the love aspect of being, we find the mother and the personal personality. The mother is the most personal personality of the Godhead that we can conceive. 
We know her intimately. She is one with us all of our lives. The one we are closest to is Mother. We live in the cosmic womb of the Virgin. Our own earthly mothers portray that vibration and that light. When mastering the feeling world, then, it is the personal personality of the Godhead which we become aware of. Finally, in the mastery of the physical, the cloven tongues of fire give us the action that is necessary to coalesce atoms in the plane of matter, the plane of earth. Here, the blending of Alpha and Omega produces the Holy Spirit, twin flames, cloven tongues of fire, the union of your own twin flames, the wholeness of the Om whereby you can bring into manifestation below all that is above. Now, as we study the cosmic clock, we will see that at different periods of our lives, during different initiations, we are required to put on and become the mantle of each one of these phases of the Godhead. Under the Mother, we are mastering the energy of the hierarchies of Cancer, Leo, and Virgo. And under the Holy Spirit, that personal impersonality, we are mastering our initiations under the tutelage of the hierarchies of Libra, Scorpio, and Sagittarius. Now, I say under the tutelage because these cosmic hierarchies are the teachers, supreme teachers of mankind. And they give their teachings to us through ascended masters in the scale of hierarchy who have volunteered not only to hold the flame for these hierarchies, for the evolutions of this solar system, but also to teach the way of the testing of these masterful beings from the central sun, the twelve solar hierarchies. We will see then that masters that we are familiar with occupy the twelve points on the clock to lower into manifestation the twelve qualities of the solar hierarchies. The 6.04 decree shows you these masters and their God qualities. In section A, you will see the 12 o'clock line is presided over by the great divine director. And you will see in section C that the quality on that line is God power. This means that the great divine director is holding the focus of the hierarchy of Capricorn and their flame of God power for the evolutions of this world. This means that when our initiations come under that hierarchy, we directly face the great divine director and receive our teachings, our examination under his rod. The seven archangels assist him in this. Standing for the Aquarian age under the Aquarian cycle is beloved Saint Germain holding the focus of God love on the one o'clock line. For the Piscean dispensation in that hierarchy on the two o'clock line is beloved Jesus and the flame of God mastery which he proved. On the three o'clock line, the line of the Son of God, the only begotten one, is the sun presence of Helios and the great central sun magnet focusing God control. That magnet is the God control of the flow of life through us, of the flow of the energy of the Logos. That is the quality we must outpicture under the hierarchy of Aries. On the four o'clock line, under the hierarchy of Taurus, is God-obedience, beloved Godfrey, whose mastery of the flame of obedience makes him eminently qualified 
to deliver to us that flame of God obedience and to give us the initiations of love under the hierarchy of Taurus. Beloved El Moria holds the position in Gemini on the five o'clock line, governing the energies of God wisdom and testing us in those twin flames of Gemini, the Alpha Omega cycle which comes through on that five o'clock line. Serapis Bay, hierarch of the Ascension Temple, with the seraphim and cherubim initiate us in the white fire core of the mother, the flame of purity which we call God harmony. To master the mother flame on the six o'clock line, we must master the flow of harmony. We must be able to hold the reins of harmony in our four lower bodies. This is not an easy testing in as much as it is a testing of the water element, the energy in motion. It requires that we keep harmony in motion when for some it is difficult enough to keep harmony while standing still. <laughs> On the seven o'clock line is the goddess of liberty who is the spokesman of the karmic board and the lords of karma. They hold the key under the hierarchy of Leo and the flame is God gratitude. The goddess of liberty once said that immigration is I am gratitude in action as she holds her lamp in the port of New York welcoming immigrants. So gratitude on the seven o'clock line is continually affirming all of the gifts and graces, our appreciation for life. Each time we say I am grateful, we increase the flow in the feeling body. This plays a tremendous part in the factor of balancing karma. The flame of gratitude is a key in the turning of the cycles of the cosmic clock. And thus we have these powerful beings assisting us on that line. Beloved Lord Lanto in the Grand Teton Retreat with the Lords of Wisdom keeps the flame of God justice under the hierarchy of Virgo on the 8 o'clock line. That is in the feeling body. On the nine o'clock line, the Holy Spirit hierarchy of Libra is served by mighty victory from Venus and the lords of individuality, keeping the flame of God reality for mankind, giving us our initiations in what is real and what is unreal. Beloved Cyclopea and the lords of form hold the balance in Scorpio, the power of God vision, the action of that energy released to us as the testing of the all-seeing eye. On the 11 o'clock line, Lord Maitreya, the great initiator and the lords of mind, keep the focus for the hierarchy of Sagittarius, testing us in our flame of God victory, the 11th hour, the hour of God victory. Now, what does all of this mean? It is a tremendous concept. It is the most liberating concept after the I am presence, the Christ self, and the violet flame and the knowledge of the spoken word that we have received. Remember, we were speaking about all of this karma that is due on Terra in the next 25 years and that which we are about to face, which we are facing even now. This karma is not punishment, it is opportunity. God does not desire to see mankind fail the test, and he does not create tests out of whimsy, contrive that we will fail. Karma is never, never punishment. It is opportunity to experience that which we have sent forth as a co-creator with God. 
as a scientist and alchemist in the laboratory of Mater. We have a right to know the fruits of our experiments. When we let energy flow, we must have a clear indication what is the result of our experiment, or we will not know in the future how to duplicate that experiment or whether or not it is desirable to duplicate it or to cancel it out. The return of karma must be seen as a tremendous joy, an anticipation in the heart, a flame of gratitude that runs to greet the master who comes carrying the weight of karma on the way. How can we have that rejoicing when we are burdened day by day by what seems an enormous punishment, a burden that we do not yet understand is light? The way to understand the joy of the greeting of the Master on the way of life, running to greet the lords of karma, is to realize that the flame within the heart, the I Am Presence, is a spiral of energy so intense, a vortex of light enfolding itself, so as to have that momentum to suck into it, to draw into it and to consume every last jot and tittle of the law of that karmic recompense. Every last vibration, every burden of that karmic weight, whether it is a million years old or if it happened yesterday, that flame is a flaming flame that will not be quenched. So at the fiery core of the circle is that flame of your heart. And as the wheel of the cosmic clock turns day by day and you experience the return, you do not sigh with the burden of the lines of your destiny, but you greet them with the joy of the flame. We see then that God desiring to see mankind pass these tests has given the supreme science of the Divine Mother the cosmic clock. My, oh my, <laughs> greet with joy your opportunity to yeah. balance your karma. Well, up next, guess what, Terry? What? We get to pepper Sid with questions. Oh, I've got the pepper shaker. <laughs> okay. Please stay with us, everyone. We'll be back with Sid in just a moment. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 
You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. Thank you all for staying with us. We're here once again with Sid Bennett. We're going to... Um, Throw him a few hanging curveballs. Hey, hey, I'm ready. You're going to hit him out of the park. (laughs) Well, it's probably splitting hairs to say that the cosmic clock is more like a calendar because it's organized in 12 equal segments, like months. But what really matters is it's a great tool for accurately predicting our future. It's an amazing tool. And I, I, I think that, you know, if we understand what life is, that it is cycles, that there are times when karma returns, it's not happen chance. Mm hmm. And we can be prepared for that. None of us want to be blindsided. I mean, we've <laughs> all had that happen to us haven't yep. we? in, in life. Indeed. And it's not a good feeling. And so we're not fearful of our returning karma, but we're prudent. And we understand and look at that. And, you know, if you just heard the lectures today for the first time, for the first experience with the cosmic clock, it, it, it can sound a little overwhelming. Yep. But, you know, it really, it's like anything else. Once you have a chance to study it and look at it, we, I know Tom will mention those books again. It, it does become fairly clear. It's just, it's a mastery, and it's not that hard. But what is important is to understand the equation of what we're dealing with here. We are not going to get home to heaven until we've balanced at least 51% of our karma. And if we keep delaying dealing with that karma or avoiding it, we're never going to get there. You know, it's, yep. it's, no, it's now or never, in a way, because we have the tools, we have the opportunity, we have the knowledge, and this time and space to do this. So how we use that time and the master we bring to it will determine how much karma we balance. You know? And you know, I know a lot, a lot of people do, as on each line of the clock, they'll look at the, the God qualities and the perversions of that line, and they'll call forth violet flame into those perversions. You know, with the, yeah. As Mrs. Prophet mentioned, the electronic belt. Mm-hmm. You can transmute that negative energy, repolarize it, and then it becomes your treasures in heaven. Indeed, and you, know, you made a point, which I think is one that bears repeating. Like anything new... There is a learning curve. Sure. And uh, this is a science. It is accurate as a science. It is a science with rules and laws that govern it. And they do take a moment or two, (laughs) a cosmic moment or two, to absorb, to understand. But as you said, once you start to use it, it gets easier. It's like any tool. Yeah, and you could use it to the the extent that you want to use it. In other words, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Just understanding your birthday cycle and this year... This is the thing I'm going to be tested Good point. on. Good point. You know, you don't have to go down to it's three o'clock. This is my test for that hour. Oh boy! Yeah, you can if you want, but I mean that's not really practical yeah. in today's world. Especially if you're but driving. to understand what what your your birth year is and understand where that is and the month you're on mm-hmm. are very key elements. Very helpful. Yeah. yeah, we understand why it's easy to characterize our returning negative karma as punishment, which <laughs> we've talked about earlier, but as an opportunity. To get right with life and God is much more of a blessing than a curse, isn't it? You know, when you're talking about that <laughs> academically, it's very easy to say that. Yeah, I know. But, you know, karma is painful. You know, we're brought up in our society in the Western world to avoid pain. Yeah. You know, pain is bad. It doesn't feel good. Therefore, I should avoid it. And obviously, we don't, aren't seekers of pain. But <laughs> God uses pain to teach us things. And karma sometimes brings with it pain. Sometimes it's physical pain, emotional pain, or whatever it is. And so if we understand that that pain and that karma can alert us to the fact, hey, there's something here that needs to be transmuted and changed. This is why God has allowed it to come back to us. And we don't run and hide from it, or we don't try and mask it or, or avoid it. You know, there's a lot, as we talked before, about karma dodgers. You know, I don't want to deal with this. I'm just going to leave the scene. Yeah. You know, yeah. we can't do that. If we understand we're on a spiritual path 
these things come to us for a reason and an opportunity. And if we don't balance it now, it's going to keep coming back over and over again. So it's really enlightened self-interest. Do you want this? Do you want the same pain many times, or do you want it once? You yeah, know, yeah. I, I mean, you can see why when we gird up our loins, so to speak, and have courage to take accountability for our actions, not only in this life but going back hundreds of thousands of years, God will help us to balance that because we, otherwise we're just on a treadmill, repeating it over and over again, and it does get old after a while. Yeah. It does, you know, and. Avoidance of pain is kind of a tricky thing because it's it's pain if we think it's pain, but if it's opportunity, there may be another way of relating to that that isn't exactly painful, although it may be difficult. Because so I know that science tells us that there are really only two fears we're born with: loud noises and falling down. You know, <laughs> literally, really, yeah. I mean, this is psychologically proven. Avoidance of pain is a natural thing to do because we don't want to necessarily have to do it. Yeah. But if we recognize it as opportunity, perhaps then we can welcome it. And it's no longer pain. You know, Mr. Else. Mrs. Prophet has said a number of times, pain is the portal to bliss. Yeah, pain is the and price you know, of wisdom. I really had to think about that for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never been a big fan of pain. But <laughs> when I understand that there is a spiritual reason for it, and I went through a, a very difficult time, and someone very wise to me said, he said, allow the pain to pass through you. In other words, don't hold on to it. Just allow it, you know, and let God teach you what he needs to teach you through that pain. And that was very sage advice because it does come to an end. You know, when the tooth starts, stops hurting, you don't have a toothache anymore. Right. And so pain is temporal. It's not forever. But God will use pain to allow us to learn things. And, you know, if you use the violet flame, that karma, a lot of that pain can be mitigated unless it's something very specific we have to learn. So, you know, this is enlightened self-interest, taking the time and making the effort, you know, to use these tools, your life will be different. Otherwise, you're just like, you know, a a beach ball on the waves. You're tossed to and fro with no place to go except where that wave takes you. Become the master of your life. Take command of these energies be the instrument of God through the calling forth of the violet flame and prayers for the blessed people on this planet and experience those things that God wants you to experience and learn from those things. Use the tools such as the cosmic clock so you can be ready for them. And, you know, every day becomes a victory, a small victory. <clears throat> but that's what the ascension is made up. You know, St. Germain said he made a million right decisions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. indeed. Yeah. Well, uh, th- this is maybe a, a tricky question. It seems simple on the surface. Does our negative karma begin to return to us the moment we're born, or is there maybe a grace period before the descent of karma begins? Well, there is. And for most people, that's a 12-year cycle, once around the clock. Mm-hmm. And so it gives parents a time to teach children what they can expect, what is coming, to give them the tools they know to deal with the returning karma. And, of course, unfortunately, that rarely happens. Yeah. I mean, people have good intentions, but be, if you don't understand the equation of planet Earth, how can you teach your children what they need to be prepared for? Oh and this is the plight of the master. There's so many good and wonderful people, you know, mm-hmm. that that want to do well, but they don't know what it is. They don't know the truth. If people knew better, they would do, do better. better. <laughs> and this yeah. is what the masters want to do. They want to educate people so they understand the equation of life on planet Earth what they need to do about it, the tools they provide, that so they can take advantage of it. And so that's what the education is all about. That's what this show is all about. That's what the books of the Ascended Masters and Mrs. Prophet and Mark Prophet have published, so that we can understand the world we live in. It's not the, the, the mirage that the media or would have us believe or the movies or the TV or anything else. It's God in you, knowing it's there 
and what we need to do to get home. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Well, uh, Sid, obviously, each 12-year cycle around the, uh, or circuit, I should say, around the cosmic clock, you know, offers tremendous learning opportunities for people of all ages. But isn't there special significance when we reach the age of 33, uh, you know, not quite at the end of a third cycle, but a critical age nonetheless? Well, we know that because look <laughs> at the life of Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus was subject to the cosmic clock in his world just like we are. And, of course, the 33 is the, you know, the line of his Christhood. It's the line when his, obviously, his crucifixion came. Right. Um, and the beginning, of course, after the crucifixion comes the resurrection and the ascension. So we can't forget that. So it is a crucial time in our lives and, our, and going forward. And it's really important that you build a momentum, hopefully by the time you're 33, of spiritual momentum that will help carry you forward. Yeah, um, right. But, you know, there's so many lines of the cosmic clock that have important significance if we will take time to understand them. Indeed. Yeah. Well, we just uh, totally um, squeezed every last second out of an hour. Can I squeeze that Kumara Creations in? Yes, please do. Well, if you want to, uh, if you want to, there's, there's a product called Charting Your Path with the Cosmic Clock Calendar. Mm-hmm. And check it out here, kumarakreations.com. That's spelled K-U-M-A-R-A, Kumara creations.com. I just want to get that in there. That's well, thank you, Terry. And I think we also mentioned that we would say uh, with the names of those books again from Elizabeth Clare Prophet, predict your future, understand the cycles of the cosmic clock, and the DVD, the cosmic clock, predicting cycles of karma and initiation. Again, they're both by Elizabeth Clare Prophet, and they are available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and at tsl.org. Go to the bookstore, put those in the search bar, you'll find them. Oh, there's a ton of stuff. And there's a whole book that was written after Shasta 75, which is, we can mention at another show. Yeah, we probably need to because yeah, we're about to run out of time. because the title's real long. <laughs> it's, it's a real long title. <laughs> we got lots more time to give to that maybe next week. Yeah, yeah. In the meantime, you know, we um, want to thank you all for being here again. Thank you, Sid, again, for being our Pleasure. official, official uh, third <laughs> leg of the stool. Now, that's always a good thing. Yeah. And uh, to all of you, you know, we know that the upward path may be difficult. But as we like to say, the rewards are out Out of of this this world. world. Thanks for being with us, everyone. God bless you. Thank you again for joining us this week for The Open Door. This program is broadcast live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. For more information about The Open Door and the Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website at www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week. Thank you.